0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, the Apostle Paul, in saying that, he explained it, of course, what you pray about in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you when you don't know how to pray to pray in other language, in tongues, and speaking divine secrets, praying the way the Spirit knows to pray through your spirit, and then he said, all these things will work together for good. So be careful how you use that phrase in saying, well, the Bible said <laughs> all things work together for good, because the Apostle Paul that wrote it didn't believe that they all work together for good. Now another passage of Scripture that is very important has to be handled very Delicately or you could even misunderstand what he said here. Second Timothy, the third chapter, very familiar passage of Scripture. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. But now notice something. It said all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Now, most people will tell you that the Bible says that all Scripture is inspired of God. Have you ever heard people say that? I've been guilty of saying that myself. Well, then all Scripture is inspired of God. But that's not what the Scripture says. It says all Scripture was given by inspiration of God. Now, it makes a difference. If we don't know the difference in what is inspired, in what was given by inspiration... Now, certainly, God's Word is inspired. God's Word is. The things that came by the Holy Ghost is inspired. But you see, there's scriptures in the Bible, in the book of Acts, that tells lies. Did you know there were lies in the Bible? Recorded lies in the Bible. It tells you it is a lie. For instance, Ananias and Sapphira. When they came and, you know, some of the people there in the book of Acts, they would sell their land and bring the money and just give it all. You know, they had a great revival. So Ananias and Sapphira decided, you know, we'd like to be recognized as giving all that we sold our land for, but we'd like to keep some of it. So i tell you what let's do. Let's sell the land, we'll keep part of it, and we'll make out like we've given it all. And we'll get recognized. We'll really get it right up there on top. So they walk in there and proclaim that. Well, she didn't get there. She's still fixing her hair, see. When he goes in, and he can't wait, so he goes and, and piles that money up there and tells them that's all of it. He sold his land, and here it is. We're giving it all. Now, some of you ladies won't know how I know she was fixing her hair. It says that about three hours later, <laughs> <that> she came. <laughs> That's why I figured she was fixing her hair. <laughs> she showed up three hours later. Now, see, if it had been some of our services, if they'd have showed up 30 minutes later, we had been dismissed and gone home. <laughs> but three hours later, they're still having church. And now she comes in, see, and don't know that he's already buried. they already buried. Him didn't even tell her. He lied to the Holy Ghost. Now, you see, that's recorded in the Bible. Yes, we sold the land for so much. Now, that's a scripture in the Bible, but it's certainly not inspired of God, is it? But yet, God inspired the writer to include that, what the man did and what the man said for reproof, for instruction, and for rebuke, see. Now, let's read it again, what it actually said, not what somebody thought this scripture said. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So certainly we could say that that was included in the Bible, but a lie was not inspired of God. And then you notice that when she came in, she affirmed the same thing. Yes, we sold the land for so much and she fell down dead. And they carried her out and buried her. Now, someone said this, I don't know, I guess they just thinking about it, and it was their own idea about it, said that the biggest offering ever taken was when the guys that buried Ananias and Sapphire came back in, stood at the back door, leaning on their shovel handles, and said, Now, has everybody else paid their pledge? (laughs) They said that was the greatest offering ever taken, you know. Everybody paid up quick, man. (laughs) But now you can see then the difference in what is inspired of God. And there are other places in the Bible that it tells about things that people did, you see. Well, the things they did, some of the things they did certainly wasn't inspired of God. But see, the writer was inspired to include what they did in the scripture for reproof, for instruction, for correction. So we need to realize that. For instance, the book of Job is one of the things. Here's another sacred cow scripture that if you don't get it kicked over, it'll hold you in bondage, where Job said, The Lord hath given, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, that's certainly true that Job said that. It's accurately recorded in the Bible what Job said. But what Job said was not the truth. Now, he thought it was the truth, you know, it goes on there in the first chapter and says, in all this, Job sinned not nor charged God foolishly. Well, he didn't charge God foolishly. He really believed that, see. He really believed what he said. And like I said, under the old covenant, people believed that everything that happened to them came from God. Now, if you study that, the things that happened there, of course, in the first chapter, you find out that the devil did it. It wasn't God at all. But yet somebody said, yes, but God allowed it. Well, there we go. See, we're back to that subject. God allowed it. Well, what do you mean God allowed it? Well, you see, the devil came before God and said, you've hedged Job about. And you've kept him on every side. See, the very indictment that the devil brought against God concerning Job was that you've hedged him about and I couldn't get to him. I can just see God standing there grinning and saying, yeah, I did it. <laughs> I sure did. But then he says, after the devil approached him, he said, all he has is in thy power. Now the word power, there's a footnote in my Bible that says hand. Now somebody said that God put him in the devil's hand. But now wait a minute, God said he's already there. He's already there. Now I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because I want to say some other things, but I want to get enough information to you that you can go there in the book of Job and study it out and see what it was. It was the devil that was doing the destroying. It was the devil that was taking away what Job said. Now, see, sometimes we don't realize that Job couldn't read the first chapter of Job and find out who did. (laughs) We can't. We don't have any excuse in not knowing that it was the devil that took Job's possessions, not God. But somebody said, well, Job said it, and if you've ever been to one funeral, you've probably heard it quoted. But you know, I saw a bumper sticker the other day that's more accurate than what Job said. It said, The Lord hath given, and Uncle Sam has taken away. (laughs) That'd be more accurate than what Job said. Now, certainly Job believed what he said. But you see, if you don't have information and you don't know, you just can't do any better if you don't know any better. Now you get over into the third chapter. And you'll find that Job, about verse 25, he says, The thing I've greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of is coming to me. Fear broke the hedge down. Now, God had hedged him about, no doubt about that. You go back and read the first chapter, and you'll find out that Job was in fear. He was continually offering sacrifices, afraid that his children was going to do this or that and the other. There's a scripture in Ecclesiastes. I think it's the 10th chapter somewhere along there. It says, he that breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Now, that's exactly what happened to Job. Now somebody said the Bible said Job was perfect. Yeah, in the sense of what the Bible's talking about. The word perfect there means sincere. You can be sincere and be sincerely wrong. So we need to know that it was not God that destroyed Job's finances. You get over into the 42nd chapter of Job, and it said God turned the captivity of Job. Now think about it for a minute. If God turned the captivity of Job, then that means somebody had him captive and God turned it around to where Job had that individual captive. Isn't that right? If he turned the captivity, the devil had him captive and God turned it around to where Job had the devil captive and said God gave him twice what he ever had. Somebody said, well, God will do to you like he did to Job. I'm ready. (laughs) Because he gave him twice what he ever had. That's what God did to Job. Under the new covenant, I'm convinced under the new covenant it's impossible to have a Job experience today, because of what Revelation twelfth chapter verse seven through ten said. Verse seven. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against the angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. The old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, and he was cast out into the earth, and the angels were cast out with him. Now notice, he's cast out into the earth. And when Adam was in the garden of Eden, Satan was in the garden. Now listen to what he says. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Now notice, he's called the accuser of the brethren. He accused Job before God. Now, according to this, when he was cast out of heaven, God said, now is come salvation. Now ask yourself, do we have salvation today? Then this has already happened. Satan has already been cast out into the earth. He does not go before God and accuse us any longer. He comes to us and accuses God of doing things that he did. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer, number 7249, Scriptural Balance to Hard Sayings. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, in this series, we share with you scriptures that are so misunderstood throughout the Bible. Take, for instance, 2 Timothy 316, you'll hear people quote this and say, you know what the Bible says, all Scripture is inspired of God. Now stay with me, it'll turn out all right, don't turn the radio off. Let me read you what it says, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, Notice it said all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. In other words, God inspired the writer to include everything that's included in the Bible. But all Scripture is not inspired of God. It is given by inspiration of God. Now, let me explain what I'm talking about. There are Scriptures in the Bible that are outright lies. For instance, Ananias and Sapphira... They said, yes, we sold the land for so much. That was a lie. That wasn't inspired of God. That was inspired of the devil, the evil one. But God inspired the writer to include in the scriptures what they said because they lied to the Holy Ghost and it cost them their life. That is a scripture for reproof and for rebuke that you not lie to the Holy Ghost. Now, see, if you said all scriptures inspired of God, then that lie would have to be inspired of God. you understand what I'm talking about? Now, it'll help you understand this thing and help you understand the Bible better. That's offer number 7249 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Kemp's Ministries and our listeners in this area.